Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome to Stupidity, home of the greatest media mind ever to walk the planet. I tell you what, man, he's a literal titan across the entire media landscape. Okay, so here's the deal. He's a true icon in every sense of the word. He's loved and feared more than any being to grace this planet. There's two guys, a man with a voice that sounds like Barry White and Beyonce had a Jewish baby. God himself would pay $39.99 for a cameo. Fact of the matter is, you are about to embark on a transcendent experience that can only be described as psychological nudity. This is Stu Goss, and this is Stupidity. Here we go, Jim. Tony! Welcome into another episode of Stupidity, the biggest podcast in the world, thanks to you. Please subscribe, rate and review, unsubscribe, resubscribe, re-rate, re-review. By doing that, you have made us the biggest podcast in the world. We're presented by our friends over at DraftKings. Uh, Mikey A., before we get to our guests today and anything else going on, uh, New York Jets. <laughs> and that's it. I'll tell you this. I saw a quarterback who was dropping back, had five hands in his face, and threw a ball in the ground intended for Braxton Berrios. And I was like, what did we get rid of Sam Darnold for? Yeah, well, one of the problems is Braxton Berrios is one of our wide receivers. That's, <laughs> I mean, that and we have no offensive line. <laughs> I mean, seriously. So, but Mike, what you saw, here's, here's what I'll say, okay? The first half sucked. It felt terrible. Darnold was playing well. He hit Robbie Anderson for a touchdown. I told you. I told the Levitard show. I told anyone who listens to all of this shit, okay? That's exactly what was going to happen, right? Darnold ran for a touchdown. It didn't feel very good, all right? But what I saw in the second half when Zach Wilson, our new quarterback, finally had some time. Whenever he was given the proper amount of time, Mike, and could step into a throw, he delivered. And I was encouraged by his performance and... All this nonsense about Sam Darnold exacting some sort of revenge. You put up 19 points against the Jets at home. Are you kidding me? That's exactly the reason we got rid of you. 
because you put 19 points up against mediocre to bad defenses. If anyone with any discerning eye watched that game, the quarterback they would most want for the next decade, Mike, it's easy, is Zach Wilson. Am I wrong? It's it's funny because all the people that love Sam Darnold that wanted to see that revenge game, they didn't get it. And all the people that wanted to see the Jets just trounce on him and yes. be like, oh, see, they didn't get that either. We kind of yes. got like a, oh, I guess, kind of right. game. I got like, hey, I'm really excited about my quarterback, and I now and I and I understand for the one thousandth time I was reminded why Sam Darnold's never going to be that good. He's just not. Like he's just not Mike. He's not going to be that good. Um, that moment may have felt good for Sam Darnold. I'm certain that it did, beating his former team. But again, 19 points at home against the New York Jets. Those 19 points would not have been good enough to beat any good team at home in the NFL. So. Uh, Sam Darnold, enjoy your one week, my friend. I'm going to enjoy Zach Wilson for the next 10 years. Hopefully 15, maybe 20, maybe 40 like Brady. He might be dead by next week. He might just get <laughs> killed from this offensive line. So We're home with the I Patriots, mean- Mike. Let's go. It's a big game. It's a must win for us. Anyway, uh, we've got Al- – speaking of big games, we got Alabama and Florida coming up this weekend, perhaps the biggest, we- uh, biggest game of the week on the college football slate. Uh, And we're going to talk to former Heisman Trophy winner, former Gator quarterback Danny Werfel uh, in just a second. I just want to pepper him with Steve Spurrier stories. Like that's I want to get as much about Spurrier as I can uh, out of uh, out of Danny Werfel. You have a uh, a good Spurrier story. I'll I'll be interested. It's it's funny you mention that. I'll be interested to see what he thinks of Spurrier in the NFL. Because one of the cool things about working around ESPN for as long as I did is you you, you talk to a lot of former athletes. And somebody told me a story about Steve Spurrier when he was with Washington. And just the crime he committed against Patrick Ramsey in just developing this offense to be nothing like a pro offense. Where he, he refused to have hot routes. He didn't have any sort of hot route system. So all of a sudden they're running all these four vertical routes and the, the defense blitzes, and before Patrick Ramsey could take a step, he was getting hit. And he'd say, well, coach, you know, these plays are too long to develop. And he said, got to get it blocked. And he'd be like, no, 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 we're blocking with five guys, and they're sending seven. We can't block this. He'd go, well, got to get it blocked, guys. <laughs> and I'm just like, that is no way you can survive in the NFL. No wonder he went back to college. Uh, well, that and the fact that he didn't want to work that hard. I mean, <laughs> does anybody? <laughs> no, but uh, certainly not me. But uh, no, but Spurrier, I mean, listen, Spurrier was way ahead of his time in this regard, Mike. He didn't make coaching his life. Uh, and I'll talk to Danny Werfel about that. Like he found balance in his life, whether it was on the golf course, whether it was with his kids, whether it was with his family. Like, Spur- listen, he had plenty of success at the college level, so it didn't affect him there in the NFL. Those guys are staying there for days at a time. So he just wasn't made for the NFL. But I'm excited. I love Steve Spurrier. For you youngsters out there going, who the fuck is Danny Werfel? He was perhaps one of the five greatest college quarterbacks of all time. Read a book. (laughs) Do something I've never done. Read a book. Or I'll provide you with a Cliff Notes version right now. Let's bring on Danny Werfel. 
Stu Gouts here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Listen, for me, it's simple. When I'm sitting around with friends, with family, we're at concerts, we're watching the Knicks finally win for the first time in 30 years, we're laughing, we're having a great time, we do it with ice cold Miller Lights. Always have, always will. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. Oh my gosh, folks, gather around. Everyone gather around, listen to these words. The NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you gotta check this out. New customers, listen to me, you bet just five bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DAN. That's code DAN for new customers. And you get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. That's insane. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Uh, Danny, how's the golf game these days? Oh, it's sketchy. Sketchy at best. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> I've been spending my time. Uh, I've been spending my time playing the uh, new sport of pickleball. That is like an incredibly fun sport. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's the fastest growing sport in the country. I love it. No, I have heard of it, but here's the thing. So my dad played it. He hurt his knee. And then my friend played it, who's my age. He's 48. He tore his Achilles. So I am terrified. I love golf so much, Danny, that I am terrified to extend myself anywhere past golf physically because I don't want to miss golf. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. I hear you. Protect yourself. I think it's funny that the only thing I wouldn't describe about you as sketchy, Stu, is your golf game. Everything else about you is sketchy, but your golf wait, game isn't. <laughs> wait, wait, but Danny, explain to me what you love about pickleball. It seems like adult ping pong. It seems like real life ping pong is what it seems like. It's like a, it's like if tennis and ping pong had a baby. It's kind of like that. And it's, uh, it's incredibly, I mean, first of all, Anybody can play it like four seven year old people could play and have a lovely time or you could have four Roger Federer's playing at a different level and you can just always get better. It's really fun. Uh, I, actually, there's a lot of strategy involved in the game more than you'd think. So uh, it's just and it's something I can do at my age. You know, I can't really hit a tennis overhand anymore or throw a football so I can play pickleball. There you go. What do you mean your age? How old are you, Danny? It feels like yesterday that you won the Heisman Trophy. Yeah, some days it feels like yesterday and some days it doesn't. I'm about 40, <laughs> 47. We're having the uh, 25th anniversary uh, of my Heisman is this year in the national championship. I'm headed to Florida in a couple of weeks for a little reunion. And uh, so, yeah, it's been a bit. Nice. What on your body? I'll get to the Heisman. I do have a question about the Heisman Trophy. Uh, but what on your body hurts the most just from playing years of football? 
Um, I'm pretty fortunate. Most of the, the hits I took were in college. You know, the, the bad news is I didn't play a lot in my NFL career. The good news is I didn't get hit a lot as I was an older person. So pretty, <laughs> pretty fortunate. But uh, my right shoulder, uh, I've got a lot of arthritis in my right shoulder, so I can't do a lot of things. But other than that, my body's pretty healthy. So I'm very thankful. Where's the Heisman Trophy? Uh, right now, the Heisman Trophy is in Gainesville, Florida at Steve Spurrier's new restaurant and museum. They just wow. opened. Uh, and uh, so it's on display down there in Gainesville. How long did you uh, did you loan it to him for? Uh, well, we're talking about three to six months, so we'll see. Uh, if they feed me well enough when I come, maybe longer. We'll see. <laughs> it's your trophy, Danny. Spurrier didn't win it. That's your trophy, man. That's the most coveted trophy anywhere in sports. Go get that thing. You don't want it back. Oh, no, I'll get it back for sure. Uh, it's just, okay. Uh, I don't know what Spurrier is. It just, it just opened. They <laughs> just opened, ball. so it's just trying right. to support the, the, the thing down there. So when you go get it, do you have to like buy a seat on the plane so that you could put it next to you, or how does that? <laughs> the, like you don't check it. <laughs> uh, usually it's in a driving capacity, so we'll you know put it in the back seat, put the seatbelt around it, make sure it's safe. I think it would be the ultimate boss move to buy it a first class seat and you sit and coach. Oh, that'd be great. Yes, cares more about the Heisman. Yes, is it the first thing you show off to people when they walk into your house when it's there? When Spurrier's not hogging it? Uh, it's in our living room. Um, kind of there's a little shelf adjacent to the TV, and and you know usually I'll try to get one of the kids to put one of their trophies in there too. We'll try to have it as a a little place where it's not just about near the Heisman, but that's where we put the things we're proud of. And where is the trophy for MVP of the World Bowl? Oh, not as coveted, but still a very valuable thank trophy. Thank you for bringing that up. That um, you're welcome. That uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know where that. <laughs> I don't even think that. I think it was a T-shirt, actually. What? They couldn't even spring for a trophy in that league. I don't think, I don't think it was a trophy. I think it was a T-shirt. <laughs> Uh, Heisman Trophy winner Danny Werfel is with us here on Stupidity. We'll get to his uh, we'll get to his uh, golf tournament in just a second here. What stuck out for you, Danny, in terms of Week One, college, first couple of weeks here of college football? What has stuck out to you? Well, in a big shocker, Alabama is really good. So yeah. there's a shocker <laughs> to the world. Um, you know, uh, another big shocker is Georgia's rated really high early in the season. I like to tease. Uh, these my my Georgia fans. They always start off good and see where they end up. But a uh, uh, lot of lot of exciting, some upsets, a lot of things happening. You know, as a Gator, uh, it's been fun to watch our team play. We've got two pretty exciting quarterbacks, and our, our uh, backup quarterback right now has showed some incredible potential, which makes us all excited uh, for him and for the future. So I think it's off to a good start. Um, I love watching wide open offenses, and more and more teams are doing this and spreading the ball and RPOs and throws and getting the ball to athletes in space. So that's fun. I'm glad it's here. Does it feel like we're all playing for, well, I shouldn't say we're all playing. I'm not playing, but does it feel like everyone else is playing for second place? Sometimes it feels that way, um, you know, but you know, they, they have been beaten uh, and uh, you know, they haven't won everything every year for the last several years, just most of the time, but it definitely feels like their backups would be uh, the, the fair team to play like that, that they'd still probably be top five team. If you just played their backups, just, it's really, to me, you know, in the things that I do and talking about leadership and, and, and that there's a process to, to do things to be effective over the long haul. And, and Nick Saban has really, really done that well. Just a testimony to his leadership, his program, 
and, and what they've done there. Uh, I am going up to the game this weekend. You have your golf tournament this weekend. We'll get to it in just a second. And your gala, and we'll get to it all uh, in just a second. But I'm going to Alabama, Florida uh, at the Swamp. And listen, perhaps Florida could spring the upset. We'll see. A tough game. Crowd's going to be there. But what I want to know from Danny Werfel is, because I've never really gone to Gainesville. I don't know Gainesville that well. So give me some spots. Where am I going, Danny? Where can I have a good time in Gainesville? Uh, well, if Besides if the you're swamp. looking for a good time in Gainesville, you probably need to talk to somebody else. I don't know if you know Chris Doring. Uh, he, he could tell you all the real fun spots. He lives there, and, and he's good. But then, there's there's lots of cool things. You know, you can go by Lake Alice and see an alligator, like a real alligator, actually, and it's not just a mascot name. There's some some pretty spots, great restaurants. I'm sure there's some some more fun spots that I don't know about that you that you can find, but uh, none will be more electric uh, than the swamp uh, Saturday night. It'll be absolutely amazing. Did you spend your entire time at Florida in Spurrier's film room? Like, what happened to you? <laughs> Uh, a good bit of it. Yeah, a good bit of it. <laughs> That's how you win national championships and win a Heisman Trophy that you no longer have because Spurrier's <laughs> hogging it. <laughs> uh, tell me about the golf tournament that's going on in the gala. It sounds, uh, it sounds very cool. Florida yeah. versus Georgia, very cool. Yeah, so it's actually the, the week of the Florida-Georgia game, or as some people mix up and say Georgia-Florida. It's, uh, you know, at the end of October, uh, we play Georgia October 30th. And so a couple of days before that at Sea Island, we're hosting events. So Desire Street is really what I've given my life to since I was drafted by the Saints in 97. We work in uh, under-resourced neighborhoods all over the Southeast and, and do a lot of work with uh, ends up being probably thousands of, of children and their families in multiple neighborhoods. Uh, a lot of great work after school programs. We've done medical clinics. We've started some schools, uh, housing programs, churches, and this is our premier fundraising event. So we, we have uh, Florida greats, Georgia greats. We've had Tebow and Herschel, uh, Spurrier and Dooley always come. And, and this is how we raise the money. So we hope, hope people check it out and join us. And course if you can't come we have what we call the 19th hole where you can uh, make a donation to support the event so wherever you are hopefully you'll check it out and be a part of it tebow any good at golf man uh when he hits the ball which he often does it goes a very very long way i mean that dude <laughs> uh and i hadn't seen him since he's been practicing his baseball swing so my guess is he's probably hitting that golf ball a real long way now uh, Spurrier definitely thinks he's winning this thing, right? Uh, he hits it a very straight, not as long way anymore. And, uh, you know, he, he's, his, his body is, is getting weaker on him, but he can still surely golf and enjoys it and does well. On the Florida side, who's going to be the most competitive person? Um, let's see. Well, we have had in the past Billy Horschel and Chris DeMarco. So that may be kind of stacking your golf team. Uh, <laughs> you think <laughs> Horschel just won the BMW. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, um, we try to do it. Yeah. There's, it is, it's fun. It's kind of Ryder cup style. You have two Gators versus two uh, bulldogs and one uh, foursome. And then we also have foursomes playing against each other. So you add up all the points and you have a winner at the end, which sort of is the, the precursor to what happens in the football game that Saturday. So it's a real fun event, the desire cup. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? 
Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Danny Werfel with us, Heisman Trophy winner, national champion. Danny, I'm just wondering, like for me, because I watched you in college and you were so good, so accurate. That team was so good. Then you get to the NFL and I'm thinking to myself, Danny Werfel is going to be a great quarterback in the NFL. So it begs the question. It's insensitive, I understand. Uh, but what happened, Danny? Have you ever been accused of being insensitive? I bet not. Uh, <laughs> no, very, very, very no. question. I mean, a couple things. Yeah, first of all, I think to be effective in football, you've got to be in the right place at the right time with the right coach and the right team. And if I look at my life in high school, in college, you even earlier mentioned the, the World Bowl, I was in my, my yeah. perfect spot more than my fair share of chances. So part, you know, there's a sense in which I think if I'd have been in the right place at the right time, I could have had more success. On the other hand, too, you know, um, you know, part of my skills were being very accurate, as you mentioned, and, and being very smart. You know, I didn't have the strongest arm. And so I think that was a limiting factor for me. And, and so if, if I could have thrown the ball with a little bit more velocity, I probably would have made it uh, a good bit longer in the NFL. So I think those were, were some, of the, some of the reasons to answer your very insensitive and inappropriate question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry about that, Danny. What do you make a quarterback play now? Because we, uh, Dan and I were just talking about it, uh, doing, our, doing our main show over here. We were just talking about we've never seen the accuracy, the timing between quarterback and receiver the way we're seeing it right now. It's like they're playing a different game, isn't it? It is, and I actually have a theory. So I started – uh, a few years ago playing flag football, there's a professional flag tournament that happens and I just kind of got excited and, and got into it. And I tell you what's changed now versus when I was playing is there's this thing, it's called the internet. And, and on the internet, there's these things called YouTube and there's actually great coaches all around the country that are putting out great content. So I played for Steve Spurrier, arguably one of the greatest coaches there, there are in offense and quarterbacking. But when it comes to the, the, the pure mechanics of, of using your body and your, and your motion to throw, uh, it's a science like pitching. And I think more and more coaches have studied that and are teaching it. And so you've got the Elite 11 programs. You've got a lot of places that are teaching young guys. I mean, I'm going around watching high school players that, that have learned so much about throwing and have been taught really, really well. So I think that the level of, of actual passing not just playing quarterback, but passing has really grown. And you're seeing that guys are coming, uh, coming into college more prepared and then they're coming out of college more prepared. But you're absolutely right. I, I was watching games this weekend and man, at, at the NFL level, all these guys are just putting dimes everywhere. And even in college, it's really, really fun to watch good quarterbacks. Do you think we're inching closer towards the kind of the end of the true pocket passer when you see all the the different quarterbacks, guys rolling out, guys with the ability to run. Lamar Jackson last night, although Derek Carr, the pocket passer, ended up winning the game. But are we inching closer to the end of the pocket passer? Well, any time you can move well as a quarterback, you create mismatches for the defense. And, you know, if, if the defense can have the perfect, perfect defense on third and ten, and when they win, you still break pocket and get the first down and win. That is an absolute weapon. 
But uh, uh, I, I just think, you know, the, the place for an incredibly fast processing person that, that really relies on their brain and accuracy, the, the, the Brady's, you know, the Rogers, um, you know, the, these type of these type of players, I think uh, I think there'll be a place for that for a while. All right, so I'm headed up to Gainesville, and Mikey A., my producer, and, and you know, shame on me for not asking this question sooner. Uh, can you get us a free meal at Spurrier's place? Uh, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, uh, well, well, definitely, I'm sure, pull that together. Uh, like no, no. Had what? you not asked me an insensitive question, it might have been better. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm saying, no. But Danny, I, I, listen, Danny, my wife's a gator. Does that fix it? She's a gator. My wife's a gator. Well, you shouldn't have. You should have been nicer, Mike. You can have a free meal. Not uh, does it look like Mike needs I a meal? It. <laughs> that's another insensitive comment. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's aimed at him. He's okay. my friend. <laughs> Insults of the language of intimacy amongst males. <laughs> so, yes to the free meal. I'll just stroll on in, tell him Warfel sent yeah, me. See how that goes, <laughs> you, you know what I find so interesting about Steve Spurrier, and I had a chance a couple of years ago to spend some real quality time with him at a game pre-pandemic. Um, what I find interesting about Spurrier is it seems like he figured out the balance before any other coaches figured out balance, meaning he didn't have to be there 17 hours a day in order for you guys to to get the results that he wanted and that you wanted. He was out playing golf. He would spend time with his family. Um, and I remember talking to Bobby Bowden, who came on our show a lot, and Bowden said later in life, I wish I had done it Steve's way, because Steve's way was a way that allowed him to have some balance in his life. Is that fair? Oh, what yeah, I'm saying? I think so. I, I remember hearing him say, you know, early on he figured out if you wanted to win, you either had to do what everybody was doing and work harder, or you need to try something different. And that's what he did and really invented and really led the way yeah. in the vertical passing, the front and gun offense. Um, and, uh, and was, he, he, he loves football and loves competing. He also loves his wife and he loves his family and, and loves golf and loves to have a, a life other than just in the film room. And so, um, yeah, I think that we, we worked really hard when we worked. And then when it was time to not work, uh, we, we played really hard. Uh, and so I think it was a great, a great example of balance. So why didn't Spurrier work in the NFL? Was it because he was unwilling to do some of those things? I, I, I mean, I don't, I think if he lands in the right spot with the right person, you know, perhaps Spurrier has a better NFL career, just like you, you know? Yeah, I think for sure he, he could have been successful in the NFL. I think in the situation he found himself, it wasn't ideal for, for him. I think uh, if he'd have stuck in there longer, he would have, you know, the, the running game, that, that he had that we used was pretty simple compared to a lot of the strategy. So it was just running game wasn't as effective. I think the, the pass protections weren't quite as sound perhaps as some other team, you know, and, and, you know, he, we love seven step drops, throwing the ball downfield over and over, but you know, it's tough to lock the defensive ends if they know where you're going to be most of the time. So uh, I think a few, a few of those things he would have gotten better at had he stayed in there, but uh, I'm super happy. He went back to college, became the all-time winningest coach at South Carolina and uh, just an incredible uh, collegiate career for sure. The Desire Cup rivalry for a cause, which is a friendly golf tournament and gala weekend in Sea Island, Georgia. 
Uh, friendly competition between Georgia Bulldogs and Florida Gators. There's nothing friendly about Georgia and Florida. You know that, Danny. There's nothing. Who, who's a guy in Georgia you can't stand? Give me a guy. Like, who's a guy you just can't stand? Can that stand? Uh, I can stand most people in Georgia. Uh, I lo- love to, to, to tease back and forth, but we actually have a really fun time. There's some heated rivalry, um, but then there's also a lot of coming together. We, we interview some of the Desire Street partners and tell the story of what people are doing in under-resourced neighborhoods. That's inspiring. And then we get back to uh, to trash talking, and um, and that's fun, too. <laughs> You're doing good work. All right, trash talk right now. Uh, the fan base, the team, the university, the program that Florida players can't stand the most. Is it FSU or Miami? I know the answer, uh, Danny. Give us the answer. Well, you know, for me, we never really played Miami. Right. Uh, and they're not – haven't been a huge, huge rivalry. So, clearly, FSU has been the uh, – the uh, the team that you know the, one of the few teams that beat me when I was playing uh, it's it's the team where a lot of your friends go and and let me just say this um, I think there there are some pretty happy people in Gainesville right now knowing Florida State's zero and two <laughs> especially losing to that team <laughs> all right so is uh, are the Gators going to spring the upset this weekend man my heart's in it my heart's uh, ready to, to make that prediction my heart is hopeful. Uh, my brain keeps telling me, yeah, but it's a Nick Saban Alabama team that's loaded. So uh, uh, it's going to be electric. Uh, if you haven't been there, you're going to have quite a treat. It's going to be quite, quite an environment. You know, again, my heart, my heart gives the upset to Florida. My brain isn't quite uh, bought into that yet. All right. So my brain, uh, uh, let's do this. I want to make a bet with oh, you. Oh, okay. Sure. All right. I'm going to take the Gators. You take Alabama. Okay, straight up, no points, nothing, all right? I got the Gators winning outright, you get Alabama outright, okay? If I win, that Heisman Trophy comes to my house for a month. How about that? Well, I tell you what, agreed if you can go in on your own uh, late one night and get it out of that restaurant. Like, if you can, <laughs> if you can Jason Bourne that thing out of the, uh, the security system, then you can have it. Um, I love He's totally going to send me. Yeah, sounds like a job for you, Mike. (laughs) How about the uh, how about how about the T-shirt, the MVP T-shirt? Okay, settle for that. I find that MVP T-shirt. I'll send it to you. Is it like a medium? Like, did they at least get your size? I don't remember, man. It's 21 years ago. Uh, where were you 21 years it ago? It was totally either a medium or a triple XL. Uh, he threw it away, Mike. <laughs> he didn't give a shit. Oh, my God. Uh, Danny, you're doing great work, man. You really are. Uh, and I'm happy to hear and see that you're doing uh, fantastic work uh, away from the football field. And and not surprised. Anyone who knows you or followed your career, no one should be surprised about the great work you're doing and raising money for great causes. So uh, keep it up and promote the golf tournament yeah, one more time. Uh, and the Gallup. Cup, you can go to desirestreet.org. You can follow me, uh, Danny Warfel, on Twitter and Instagram. Um, keep up with all the work that we're doing. Uh, appreciate uh, giving us a chance to tell our story, you guys. Have a great week. Have a great time at the uh, Florida-Alabama game. Go Gators. Thank, thank you. I have a feeling I'll be leaving, driving home by halftime. <laughs> we'll see what happens, oh. baby. <laughs> hey, you didn't choose them to win. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did it in my heart. Danny, thank you. I know. I know. Listen, just go with your brain, okay? <laughs> your brain is, is taking you down the right path. Um, Danny, thanks so much, man. It's uh, It's been a pleasure catching sure, up. guys. Mike, what do you imagine they have at Steve Spurrier's restaurant? Like, what do you imagine's on the menu there? Mediocre Gamecock. 
Perfect. Stupidity! <laughs> and a Heisman Trophy that I'm going to steal. <laughs> Stu Gouts here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Listen, for me, it's simple. When I'm sitting around with friends, with family, we're at concerts, we're watching the Knicks finally win for the first time in 30 years, we're laughing, we're having a great time, we do it with ice cold Miller Lite. So we have, always will. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer.